Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. I'm so excited to have Trish Taylor on today. She's a stylist and brand embodiment coach, and I for one, can't wait to hear more about what that all entails and what it means. So thank you so much for coming on today, Trish. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun to connect in this way and to just show up and serve your beautiful community. I'm excited. Thank you. Me too. Um, So first of all, let's start by telling us what exactly a brand embodiment coach, I think, you know, well, a stylist and I feel like people probably, you know, okay, stylist, that's obvious. But what does it mean to be a stylist and a brand embodiment coach? And just how did you start this business? Like, what is your background there? Yeah, totally. Um, well, honestly, they like all kind of fed into each other in, in like the different circumstances of work and services and, you know, courses and everything. They were born from each other, right? And I think so many of us can like understand this as we grow our businesses. We start with one thing, right? Like I was a stylist. In fact, I was a celebrity stylist. So I worked on the red carpet. I'm here in California. So I worked in Hollywood and I worked with a lot of like high profile brands. And so what I found was when I started working with entrepreneurs, it was really fun to get in there and to start creating this cohesive brand message. We all want to feel more comfortable, more confident right, in front of the camera. And mm-hmm. so feeling good in our body and having these images, you know, be able to showcase like who we are across all of our social media platforms on our websites, all of those things is how I really got started. And so I really leaned into brand styling for our entrepreneurial sisters. And it was so much fun because you could truly see like a transformation, right? From the before photos to the after photos when they're like just feeling themselves and they're excited to start posting. But I have a background in counseling as well. And so it's so funny, right? Because (laughs) as entrepreneurs, we're always like kind of multifaceted, right? We've got all these different passions that kind of lead or bleed honestly into each other. And then so building this space that I've carved out for myself has been so natural for me because I just followed the things that I wanted to do, really. And so I had this background in counseling that I wasn't utilizing as a stylist, except that when you work with people in their clothes and their body, it becomes so much more than just trends, right? Yeah. It's so much more than just like the latest, like cute flats or like the best jeans. It becomes more about how they want to be seen and how they want to be heard. And so that's where this embodiment coach was born from. So my clients were feeling good, but still feeling nervous, not sure what to say when they actually showed up. And so then I created a sister mind called Curated Confidence. And it's basically like a mastermind where we're able to come together and really hone the message that we're saying to our potential clients online to create this aligned visibility so that we can start showing up so that our outside finally matches our inside. I love that. And I, well, I love many things about that, but <laughs> for, I mean, I love first of all that it's like, you can do, you know, you can look amazing, right? On the outside, you can have a stylist help you put together the best outfits, but if you're not totally feeling it on the inside or, or as you said, you kind of go and when you, when it's time to actually show up, you're, you haven't done that other piece. It's like, 
yeah, you look amazing, but are you going to actually like, you know, put that out there and portray yourself in the way that you actually do look? And I totally see how that would kind of, you know, merge into that and be really, really helpful for people, especially entrepreneurs who are just (laughs) kind of always needing to put yourself out there, always needing to like that. The confidence piece is just so, so huge. Mm. So, so many of us, I feel like we're good at like faking it until we make it. (laughs) And, and that's true in so many different scenarios, right? With our business coaches, like they tell us to just start doing it, start growing that muscle because it's not going to feel good until, (laughs) until you get more comfortable doing it. But sometimes we need a little bit of help making that first step. And so our wardrobe, like the things that we put on our body can be like this little boost of confidence. And that allows us to kind of step into this like alter ego of sorts, right? It's like the the cape that you put on when you go onto social media. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, who am I when I'm wearing this outfit? Like I am that badass businesswoman. So let me make sure I'm saying the things that she wants to say and coming across the way that she would want to come across. Totally. So good. Yeah. You totally nailed it. That's one of my, um, my favorite questions to ask. Like, how do you want to be seen? And then when we transition into the embodiment work, we're actually like ingraining these beliefs, these feelings of worthiness, right? Like we want this attention. We want this visibility to grow our business, but we're actually kind of scared at the same time to get Mm -hmm. all the things that we want. Yeah, totally. Well, and I love it too, because obviously from a I have a PR company. So from that, you know, the branding standpoint, I think it's just so, it's so useful to think about that side of things. Because if you're ready, if you're feeling like, you know, sometimes people will come to me and they're like, I'm ready to put myself out there. Like I want to, or I want to be in these magazine articles or, you know, get a feature on this website. But you do need to make sure you have all the, you know, then sometimes, sometimes it kind of comes out where it's like, okay, we have secured this opportunity. We're like, these are the questions like that this writer wants to ask or things they want to talk about. And sometimes it kind of comes out that like, they're not as fully confident, even if, you know, they might have an amazing business, they're doing great things, but there is that confidence piece and that like kind of personal branding piece of like, they feel, you know, you need to have I mean, most people need to have that stuff, like just feel confident in that in order to feel confident in what they're putting out there in all the other ways when it comes to like marketing their business. Oh yeah. It totally starts within. And that's the step that that's like the hard stuff, right? Like the easier Mm -hmm. stuff is to reach out to like our experts for support, right? I did all of this too. Like I was a total course junkie, right? Like I signed Mm -hmm. up with all the mentors. I wanted to do all the things before I was really ready to like truly receive like all of this, (laughs) like all of this visibility, all of the PR, because (laughs) when I got the attention, I actually didn't know where I wanted to lead people or I wasn't so resolute And like the message that I wanted to be sharing, which is all fine, right? It's all a part of the process. Sometimes you need to like start honing it as you go. Yeah. But if I had taken the time (laughs) to do this in the beginning, like a little bit of the hard work to really like figure out, gosh, who do I want to be seen as? Like, what do I really want to be known for? Then maybe it wouldn't have been so hard like those growing pains. Yeah, totally. I could see that. I think it's a really valuable thing to kind of go through and help people get through before, like almost before anything else. So that's, that's really awesome. So tell me how, so how did you really go from 
stylist? I know you said it sounds like it was very natural, but how would like how have you really grown the business? Say maybe once you started the embodiment kind of piece of it, how'd you build it into like what it is today? Like what actually helped you get there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I worked with one-on-one clients for a long time, right? I transitioned from the celebrity styling world into personal styling where I worked with entrepreneurs and different clients, you know, all over really like this space. And what I figured out is I really enjoy working with online entrepreneurs specifically, the ones who need to be creating this content on a consistent, regular basis. And the beauty of it was, is I was working with like the former version of myself, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that was like such a gift because I wasn't comfortable in front of the camera. I was more comfortable supporting my clients too. So when I started helping my clients feel more comfortable transitioning into this, you know, on camera in front of the camera role in their business, it was a gift because so many of them were so much more comfortable behind the scenes. And then I transitioned into um, an online course. It's called The Batch Wardrobe. (laughs) And then I help people figure out how to create six months worth of amazing content in six outfits or less. And so- Oh, I love that. (laughs) Thank you. So that really just walks people through the entire styling process, but they can do it on their own, right? So um, how they want to be seen, how they can create these content categories and really tell a visual story with their photos. So they're they're able to draw people in and engage with them in a way that really feels good for the things that they want to talk about. And so that includes like, you know, bonuses and stuff that I've like cultivated over time to support people with photographers and videographers and um, how to dress your body. So things like that. And then from there, that's when um, Curated Confidence, my embodiment coach, my embodied brand method was born because people from the batch wardrobe they were still having trouble feeling good showing up. And so there was a really beautiful transition from <laughs> like faking it till they made it, right? Like putting on an outward appearance that felt good to actually feeling good on the inside when they started attracting all of this visibility towards them. Wow. So it almost like you could roll in the past clients or people that you'd worked with in one thing, kind of roll them right into the next thing you do. And every everyone kind of grew with you organically. That's awesome. Very cool. (laughs) So what does, um, first of all, like nobody's going to be able to see us on the podcast. So of course, this is the one day that I decided I was going to work out right. Well, not the one day I do this all the time, but I'm not at all dressed (laughs) because I was like, I'll have to, you know, I have to wear the outfit for the exercise all day long until I can (laughs) make that happen or it's not going to happen. But, and you look great, of course, but I want to hear more about like, what does a day in the life of a stylist look like? Like, are you always totally fabulous? And like, (laughs) how do you help people remotely too? Like, like, what does the day look like? I guess when you're working with clients in your group and your programs everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, you look amazing. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about that. No, the cool part about being at home, right? Like running these businesses at home is we can show up however we want. And so <laughs> I'm kind of the anti-stylist in this way. It's like, I really don't believe that you need to wear the latest trends or always be like, you know, dressed to the nines, I am like the first person to be on my Instagram stories without makeup and my hair a mess. So I totally get it. But what I teach is to have the clothing in your closet support who you are, not only just like your life, but your body, your brand. And so then everything kind of works together. Um, Like I'm just wearing a sweater, right? It's like very cozy, but it has like, you can't see me. 
(laughs) It has like a puffy sleeve and it's got some cool, like it's got like multiple colors in it. So it's still really cozy. Like I can work all day on the couch in this, but it's just a little bit more elevated. Right. And so it's just being a little bit more strategic with the things that we allow into our closet. So um, that when we do hop on camera or something like brilliant comes to mind and we've got to jump on Instagram stories, we feel ready. Um, So I feel you. (laughs) And I commend you, man, that's amazing. Like (laughs) today. So that is on my to-do list also. (laughs) Um, And a day in my life. Well, it looks like um, I have a really like open morning. I really set this up for myself because I noticed when I jump into work right away, I have a little bit more of like an anxious vibe, right? Like when you just like start sprinting, sometimes it just sets me up for a really chaotic day. So I always have a couple of hours in the morning really set aside for some mindfulness, meditation, journaling, um, a visualization practice. And this really helped me develop my own confidence as I was showing up and I was, I was creating content and writing copy and all the things that really require you to be more authentic, right? To use your voice. Yeah. And so anything that is going to require like more of me, right? Of me to pour myself into, I do in the mornings. Um, so right after my like mindfulness morning, (laughs) whatever is happening. I normally am sipping on like a matcha latte or like a golden milk tea, something like that. And then (laughs) I start writing copy or I start supporting one of my one-on-one clients. And so when you work with, you know, (laughs) when you have many different packages and programs and you know, as well as your community, you have to structure your days a little differently. Mm -hmm. So each day looks a little different and I try to time block it that way. So if I have call scheduled. I try to do them all at once, (laughs) like back to back. That way I only have Mm -hmm. to get ready really one time. (laughs) And then then video content, right? It's all happening on the same day. So I really do believe in batching. Um, But for the most part, all my clients are virtual now, which is a gift. And so when I'm working with someone one-on-one, I am meeting them for Zoom. Then we have a little coffee date in the morning and then I send them a curated catalog of items that are specifically picked just for them. So by the end of the day, they have this whole lookbook of pieces that they can just order directly to their home. And then we have a fun styling session in a couple weeks when all the pieces arrive. And so, yeah, so it's really tailored to like whatever's kind of popping up on my calendar that day. Totally. And do you, I mean, I love what you said about the morning, like just getting yourself ready, taking that time to create a successful day. Is there anything you do at night? Like that you always do in the evenings to wind back down or, or at night before you go to bed? Oh my gosh. I love this question. So I've been trying to um, be a little bit more intentional about this practice because I never, ever was, I would just, you know, I'd go for a walk with my cute little puppy and my sweet husband. And then, you know, I get home, we'd eat dinner and then, you know, I'd hop into bed. But what I'm trying to do is create a more restful environment because as entrepreneurs, we really need this time to like rest and recover. And for a long time, I didn't take my sleep super seriously. And so Mm -hmm. um, I've had my own struggles and maybe like some women listening have had this too. So I had adrenal fatigue last year. Um, And I really was like only sleeping four hours a night. And so so now I am proud to say I'm sleeping seven or eight, which is a big feat for me. And so to go to bed and sleep soundly, I've been diffusing lavender, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. 
And then we've been turning off all the lights and we have electric candles like around the house. That's all like moody. Yeah. That sounds really nice. (laughs) I was just talking to somebody recently about all of those things and also about um, like the blue light at night, turning off your screens, turning down the lights, all of those things. For me, I don't know. I find it very hard, but I think it's something I'm going to try to do a little bit (laughs) more of. But yeah, I the evening routine is is tricky for me. Um, but I'm always curious to see what other people are doing and try to get ideas and try to figure out what what, what I should try to implement to do better with that. So I appreciate hearing about it. <laughs> well, my friend actually, um, she's a rewild wellness specialist. And so she, I get so many beautiful tips, just like you. I'm always trying to soak in some fun knowledge. And she recommends like, if you're not turning off your devices and things like that to use amber glasses. So I haven't gotten mine yet, but I found a few companies that make some really cute ones. And so it's just kind of like an amber tinted, um, glasses. <laughs> so when you're looking at your screens or your computer, or even just walking around the house with lights on, it simulates the sunset. And so your body's natural rhythm starts to like put itself to sleep. Awesome. I love it. I don't personally have any trouble falling asleep. I'm like constantly exhausted, I guess. During the day, I always feel fine. But like, as soon as I, you know, as soon as I lie down, I'm asleep. So I've never struggled. Well, I have struggled with that in the past, but not like not in recent years, not since having a five-year-old child, <laughs> not since the day he was born, probably. So that's never been an issue. But um, I don't know. I do love the idea of, of like glasses like that or something. Just, just feel, I just love like, I don't know, winding down and feeling cozy in the evening. And, and I just don't do it enough. I just go straight, you know, I'm like on the computer or we'll have the TV on and then, or, you know, have the lights on and be reading a book and then just go straight to like lights off. So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to look into all of those things. So fun. Yeah. I just think you're so right. Creating intention around anything that we do makes it just so much more enjoyable. Yeah, totally. I think, and and also just like, you're going to actually do it. It's like (laughs) the intention is so important and just being, just thinking about it and being mindful about like actually making sure you do it and not just think about it. But I want to go back a little bit more to like, using basically your look, your, your styling and that confidence that comes from it when it comes to your visibility and branding. So I just want to touch back uh, for a minute. Like, of course, people should probably be signing up for all of your things and working with you one-on-one, but (laughs) what do you think if somebody wasn't going to do that? Like right away, what are like one or two or three things that you think people should keep in mind or could even do right now, maybe even with what they already have at home or something like that, that would help to make sure that their brand is aligned, like their image is aligned with their brand and that what they're putting out there makes sense for their brand or what they could implement if it's not or how they can tell if it is. Oh, yeah. Maybe like two or three different questions all in one, but... That's okay. I love it. <laughs> we'll roll with it. It's so good. Um, but I, I love the way you asked it because that's how we think too, right? Like it's this whole snowball, like waterfall effect of, gosh, like I just don't feel that good. And then I don't really want to show up. And then am I actually attracting the right people is what I'm saying, <laughs> getting me the clients that I really like. And then you mm-hmm. end up with clients that you actually don't want to work with. And then we start this cycle all over again. So, um, Totally. I'm, I'm right there with you with your questions. So absolutely. There's so many things that we can do to kind of just support ourselves right now. 
my favorite thing to do <laughs> is to really cleanse your wardrobe first. Um, and so you can kind of sit with that question. The one that I asked earlier, like, how do you want to be seen? What do you want to be known for? And that really allows us to get outside of our head a little bit, right? Because it's so hard to see ourselves clearly sometimes. And you might even need to ask, you know, a friend for a little bit of help or how would your friend describe you? How would you want your friend to describe you? And then you can kind of sit with that and maybe journal on it if you like to journal or, um, you know, however it just allows you to get out of your own head a little bit and to be a little bit kinder to ourselves when we're looking in the mirror or when we're planning this content or, you know, talking ourselves into going live. (laughs) So with those thoughts in mind, take it into your wardrobe, right? And then cleanse it. So I have a really fun challenge that I did last year. It's on my IGTV. It's a five-day challenge, so you can follow along with um, all the days. And we talk about all the different items in your wardrobe. And, you know, honestly, what it is, is we're just making space for this newer, stronger, more powerful version of yourself to come through and emerge. And so anything in your wardrobe that's no longer serving you, it's time to release it. Mm -hmm. So if you hold on to those leggings because, you know... They're comfortable sometimes, and but you wouldn't really want to be caught like in them. And when you wear them, you actually don't feel that good. It's just like they're for a day where you're not really feeling good physically, or or maybe you don't fit into those old jeans anymore, or whatever the story it is that you're telling yourself. If it's not something that gives you joy, right? Let's <laughs> recondo this. Like, yeah. let's get rid of it. And so that's the first thing I would suggest. And then you can build yourself a mood board. And so we call it a mood board. You could call it a vision board, but basically that's what you are. When you really think about it, like you are the walking vision board for your life, your business, your brand. And so we want to really show up in that way. And like I said earlier, it does not mean that you need to wear a dress and heels every day (laughs) or have your hair and makeup done every single day. How would you look on a day when you're working from home? How do you want to be seen? Do you want like an amazing pair of jeans that feels good when you're hanging out on the couch and then you can go pick up your your groceries or you can hang out with your five-year-old? Like whatever it is in your life, it's got to fit you. It's got to fit your body. It's got to fit your business and your brand. And so you can build a Pinterest board. That's a super easy way to just Mm -hmm. go down the rabbit hole of figuring out who you are and how this person is showing up. And so when you start putting things back into your closet, you can be really intentional about the things that you're bringing back in. And so that's, those are some really fun ways to do it. And you can build your photo shoot, right? You can batch your photos around this vision board that you've created for your brand, for your style. And so then you can set up different scenes with different um, particular outfits, the ones that are going to really tell a story. (laughs) So with my clients that I help do this with, they're not going to wear like, you know, uh, their heels and a cocktail dress in the kitchen, right. When they're making a smoothie for breakfast, Mm -hmm. but chances are like they have date nights and they also like spend time in the kitchen, like eating healthfully. So there's different scenarios that you want to create with your content and your, your wardrobe can help you tell the story. So you can really plan things out intentionally and have a little bit fun, more fun as you're creating it. Oh my gosh, that sounds so helpful. And also I want to go create a mood board like that because that sounds fun too. (laughs) And so easy and like helpful. And I think it's, I don't know, I feel like you kind of have this 
idea in your head of who you are or who you are as a business owner or even what your business is like. And then if you really think about it, I'm like, well, actually, (laughs) like what I feel like assume people think about my business and myself as a business owner and what they're actually probably seeing every day, like they might not totally match up and being really cognizant of that and being, as you said, just like intentional about like, what do you actually want them to see? Cause maybe you do usually wear whatever, like, I don't know, a dress and heels, but like, you know, lately you've been at home all the time. And every time you get on Instagram stories, you are wearing like an old ratty sweatshirt, but you know, I don't know, just being cognizant of those things. And maybe that's fine. And maybe you need to incorporate some more of that like casualness into other parts of your brand, if that's what you want to be. Or maybe it's just being more aware of it. If, if that really isn't who you think you are on a day to day, or like from a business standpoint, and then being aware of what you are wearing when you're going on or when people are actually seeing you because you're wearing the dress and heels, but nobody sees you except for the strangers in the grocery store (laughs) because those aren't the days that you're putting something out there. So I think that does sound really useful and helpful. And it's just something that, well, I don't know. I feel like it's something people might not think about that much or, or might not spend time like revisiting every couple, whatever, every like quarter, even every year when things change and your business persona might change a little bit or who you are might change a little bit and you haven't paid attention to making sure everything kind of matches and like is following in those ways. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was so perfectly said. You're right. It's, it's, how do you feel? Like, how do you want to feel? And I think so often (laughs) we just don't pay attention to how we're feeling because we're so focused on everybody else, right? Like, not only your clients, but like your specific business, like the, the funnels that you're putting into place, like your kids, your your significant other, like all of the other people that we're worrying about, we forget to remember like, oh yeah, <laughs> I've got to take care of me too. And how am I actually feeling when I'm not showing up for myself in this way? And so whether that's like, like you said, so beautifully, like maybe you do feel your best in a really cute dress, but you are not, you're not giving yourself that opportunity. So maybe it's about finding a dress that feels more right for your life right now. Like you said, as your business, as your life changes, or maybe someone, and this happens often, right? Like you get advice from a friend or a stylist, like who, who is not paying attention to who you actually are. And they put you in clothes that don't really actually feel like you. So you Mm -hmm. end up with a bunch of images that, that don't really match. Right. And so there's like nothing worse than building this personal brand, inviting someone into your digital home, basically, because it's like, it's a personal thing. When you're a coach, when you're a personal brand, you are inviting people in to get to know you better because you're going to work with them probably on an intimate level. And so they want to make sure like you're their type of person. Right. And so if your images are really like really, really polished, but you're more casual, those two things aren't very cohesive. So someone might be coming in to one of your programs or something expecting one thing. Mm -hmm. And then they're a little bit shocked, right? When they get someone who's like, you know, way relaxed, way more chill. So we just want to be comfortable being ourselves so that when we invite someone in or when we're taking the time for PR, right? We're building this visibility. People are always getting to know the real us. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so, so true. Such a good way to put it. And I like what you kind of touched on of 
kind of like that's what makes your brand magnetic. And and I love that you use that word because my online, my PR course is called Make Your Brand Magnetic because it's about using mm-hmm. PR to draw people into you. Um, but I love that you used that wording too, because I mean, that's what we all want, right? Is for people to act for the right people to be drawn to us because of what they're seeing of us, what, what we're putting out there and it resonates with them. So it makes them want to whatever, like, you know, buy your thing or come be a part of your community or even just, you know, message and say hi. So I love that you use that wording. And I love just thinking about how you can use all of these other things, like things like, like what you're wearing and and the look that you're portraying and how to use that in a way that's actually going to be magnetic to the people that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all connected. Absolutely. It's just an extension of who we are, right? Our brand is us. And that can be like totally scary or super liberating or a little bit of both. <laughs> it just depends on your comfort level of, you know, knowing yourself enough to share it and actually loving yourself for it. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Okay. So, um, is there anything else that you want to share with people? Anything that I didn't think to ask about, about what you do and why you do it or <laughs> any, anything else? <laughs> um, you're, you're so amazing. Um, <laughs> no, I think other than just the fact, like we've all been there, you know, like if this is feeling like hard or scary, or you're nervous to put yourself out there or to share like this business baby that you've created and you're like ready to share it with the world. It's okay to feel a little nervous because this is something that's so special to you. But what I will say is that we've all been there too, and it grows and it changes and it evolves with you. And so like, you're the only one who gets to make the rules about what feels good in your business, what feels good on your body, how you want to show up, how you want to be seen, how you want to be heard. And so that is such a cool part about being in business for yourself. Yes. And that is something that it took me a long, a long time <laughs> to really figure out because I was looking to so many other people to help me connect the dots when what I realized is, I already have everything I need to show up powerfully, to be magnetic. Like you said, I just had to really like remember who I was to go back and figure out like how I want to be seen and do that work there. So um, I'm just so here to support anybody, no matter where they are. So if you've got questions, you just want to say hi, come on over to Instagram. And I'm so happy to hang out and dance with you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, what you just said just made me, I mean, and I feel like we kind of touched on this before, but just you can always change, right? Like, I just want to reiterate that one more time. Like, cause I think, I think one of the things that feels like scary or daunting about like creating a look or creating six months of content, or even just setting up a single photo shoot for your business is like, oh, but now this is like who I am. This is how I'm seen. So I just love that you kind of reiterate that like, that does change and evolve who you are and who your business is does change over time. So feeling like you're, you know, setting out this closet or this um, wardrobe or doing this photo shoot, it doesn't mean that you need to like be that forever, but that's what you're going to, you know, it's being intentional about what that is right now. And then being intentional again about thinking about it again later. And and if it changes, it changes and that's okay. And I think some of, sometimes people get kind of paralyzed by the thought that if they're doing this or deciding on these things, it's like, such a huge thing because that is who their business is forever more. So I just want, I just like that you kind of mentioned that too, that it's, 
it's always able to change. And you, that's the best part about being in business is it all evolves. Oh, yes. It's so good. And you know what? It doesn't start evolving until you start doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to take those first baby steps forward, you know, in whatever way that you can or are able to. And then that's when that snowball starts to happen, right? You start gaining that beautiful momentum and that's when confidence grows. That's when you are magnetizing your clients. That's when you can turn your one-on-one into like your one-on-one service into a course or program, you know, like it doesn't all happen until you start moving forward. Um, And so you just have to figure out the things that you need to feel good right now, just like you said. Absolutely. Okay. So I always ask everybody this question. What is one thing that you wish you had known more about when you first began your business? Hmm. That's such a good question. (laughs) I don't know that I wish that I knew more about anything because I totally am one of those. Like I dove in and I learned all the things, like all the things, like way more than I needed to know. (laughs) So I wish, honestly, I had like heard two amazing mentors talk about like their own struggles of like Mm -hmm trusting themselves. So what I wish that I had more of was more trust in myself, like more trust in the process that everything was working out in my favor and that I was making the right decisions. Um, because I, I really did give so much power away in the beginning. I created programs, um, that I really didn't want to create because Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, the, the trendy thing, right? Like to have a big course or program and that's not how I wanted to serve people. So Um, I wish I had more trust. So I just speak that like message into all of you. Like you already know like the best way that you can help people. And so just, you know, just have faith in yourself that you already have the answers. You already know how to show up powerfully. You've got this. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. Okay, let's end it there then. So tell people how can they find you? I know you um, kind of mentioned that they can always message on Instagram. Can you just, just say out loud what, your handles are, what your website is, any other way that they can connect with you after this. Of course. Yes. I would love to connect with all of you and just hear where you are. Um, so you can come hang out with me on Instagram. It's Trish Taylor styling. Um, my website is Trish Co. And I'm always, I'm always hanging out on stories and I have a really fun, um, confidence cure workshop coming up. So probably by the time this is live, that will be available to you. So I'll send you the link if you want to share that. But awesome. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. And also you mentioned a, would you mention an Instagram, um, challenge that would still oh, yeah. be up that people can also find probably from there? Absolutely. Yeah. So I have a free, um, five day closet cleanse challenge and it's specifically tailored to online entrepreneurs. So come, um, come check it out. It's in my Instagram, my IGTV. So if you just go to Trish Taylor styling, you can just search it right there. It says it right in the title, um, day one through five of the closet cleanse challenge. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. We'll include all these things in the show notes and, Hopefully that will link to that event if it hasn't happened and is still coming up. And thank you so much for coming on today and talking about this stuff. This was really fun. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure getting to talk to you and just connecting with your amazing community. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes so other people will be able to find us easily. 
Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on this show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes. If you have questions or ideas for a future episode or you want to submit a guest or to see those show notes, you can do all of that online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. One other thing, join other listeners on Facebook and Instagram by searching female millennial entrepreneurs and joining us there. Talk to you soon and see you there.